welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Grant Dean, how do I begin to explain Grant Dean? Grant Dean is flawless and riled. He has two mink coats and a candy apple red Ferrari. I heard Grant Dean's Instagram handle is insured for $10,000. He's getting cast on an MTV show in Beverly Hills. His favorite movie is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I hear one time he met Miley Cyrus and befriended Jordan Woods in a club. One time, Grant Dean was walking down the street and Addison Rae invited him into the Hype House. And she told him that he should be in one of her TikToks. Okay, you guys, we talk a lot on this podcast about making your dreams come true. And one of the things it takes in order to do that is just to have some audacity. And not enough people are having the audacity to romanticize their life enough these days. So we've brought on someone who, live from the Windy City, by the way, you have to walk two and a half miles in his size 13 platform shoes to know that he has made a career out of audacity. His Instagram is the most iconic thing we've ever seen since Paris Hilton and we just had to pick his brain about what it takes to go extremely over the top with everything in life and how fun that can make your life so without further ado Mr. Grant Dean Grant how the hell are you oh my god that was incredible (laughs) I hire us as your publicist (laughs) super excited to be here um more than honored when you guys message me it's my first time ever doing a podcast Slightly nervous, cut my face shaving before this. So it's a little, <laughs> but <laughs> shaky hands. We shaky were actually hands. shocked to learn that we are taking your podcast virginity. For some reason, we just think that the level of celebrity that you're at, you should have been on fifty podcasts by now. I appreciate that so much. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not super familiar with like podcasts. You know, I've only seen like the TikTok drama one. So, right. of course, like TikTok taking over my life, but. Who isn't? If we're all logging a nine to five on TikTok, but yeah. we wanted to just break down how the heck you have made the iconic life that you've made for yourself. First, should we break down the definition of audacity? Should yeah, we talk good about idea. that? Yeah, yeah, let's talk yeah, about that's that. That's a good idea because you know I googled it after I got that. Message. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is what I am. This is who I am. A million dollars of degrees between all of us, and we can't give the real definition of audacity. Yeah, I'm not that so, smart. I had to look it up. Just for everyone, if you are also confused on the definition, the exact meaning, it is a medieval Latin origin. An audacity is a noun. It means a willingness to take bold risks, and it is similar to being bold, daring, and fearless. And sometimes it has a negative connotation of being rude or disrespectful. But you know what? We're going to ignore the negative connotations because only positive vibes here. Only first half of that statement. Agreed. um, Where should I even start? Like where I'm from? Like how do? Yeah, why don't we talk about where you're from and how we know you? Okay, so basically I'm from small town in Illinois, suburbs of Chicago called Libertyville. Went to a stereotypical high school. Um, Middle America, team. everyone. Yeah, of course. Like <laughs> dance and cheer team were the shit. The football team was cool. Like friend groups, good parties, school spirit, like straight out of a movie, high school. And then and what was your role? I was about to say, what was your character archetype in high school? Um, 
you know, it like depended a lot, honestly, when just going into high school, I didn't have too many friends. I just had a few, I went to like a K three school and then like kind of went through a falling out with some of my old friends and just kind of had to make a name for myself. Um, I was five, three, like soup, like I'm six, one now, by the way, everyone, I know I don't look that tall sitting down. People say that, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> your face doesn't look like you'd be six. <laughs> yeah. Let the record state I'm six, one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just like always kind of switch friend groups a lot a little bit, but I used to do some like crazy psycho, like low key publicity things like in high school, to be honest with you guys. Well, I don't even know what that means for high school or what, what's one of those examples. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure exactly where a bunch of people are just like from when it comes to Pepperdine, but where I'm from, we're like super big into ACT land. So like, obviously when you take the ACT, I would purposely sign up to take it at like nearby high schools just so kind of maybe like if people didn't know exactly who I was or you're friends with them on Facebook. So like I would wake up super early in the morning, like <laughs> sharpen extra pencils, but strategically the AC, this is so hard to explain. Strategically the ACT, like your classrooms are broken out into like last names. So like I knew I was going to be by people from like opposing high schools, like the private schools in my town, like with my last name, like near it. Mm-hmm. So I would like strategically like, switch around like high schools or as I take my ACT. So I'd like try to bump into someone that I got. That is the ultimate social (laughs) move. (laughs) I cannot say doing something like that has ever (laughs) crossed my mind. Yeah. So kind of stuff like that, just always trying to, you know, it'd be like, you'd add them on Facebook before or maybe after and be like, Oh yeah. Like we were in the same ACT classroom. Just Kind of stuff but like you that. You planted all of this. It's like you're a big brother and you're Mastermind. planning ahead for these people's like, lives. Hundred percent. Or I text someone and be like, "Do most kids take the ACT with writing <laughs> or ACT not with writing?" Because you know that separated the classrooms like based on sessions. And what was the end goal? Just oh, you need wow. a. Oh, you need a. Oh, yeah. Oh, you need a pencil. Oh, I got an extra one. But like, would wake up at six thirty to have like to sharpen them all. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of that TikTok you sent me, Abby, and you told me that that was it was like me about that guy, and he was like, "My friend's a freak." He'll read up on Wikipedia about like niche subjects to sound impressive at like parties or at yep. like new around new people. So that's another tip for you that you could do. That is just another level, though. Grant Dean, Grant, what's your middle name? I just want to know it. David. Grant, Grant David, David Dean. Dean. I could have probably explained that story so much more simpler and like. I don't think there was a simple way to say what you were trying to pull. So, <laughs> but yeah, just some like other things in high school. Just uh, I skipped like a sophomore level science class, and then took it again as a senior, <laughs> just so I could like become friends with all the sophomores. But I did it on purpose. Were you right. on homecoming or prom court every, uh, every year? I'm so scared. People from my high school are probably gonna listen, which I know they probably will. But yeah, no, I was on like the winter dance court in the spring. But yeah. So the end goal here was just clout. Like you just wanted everyone to know who you were. (laughs) In high school, 100%. Yeah. I I mean, don't we all secretly in high school just go through the the elaborate loops that you jumped through to to get there? Which which the thing with my hometown is if you have like a friend group in third grade, like you're sticking with them. And Mm -hmm. with my issue was I never really had like that solid friend group. Like there's a lot of really cool people from my high school that I wish I was friends with even now that like have apartments around the corner from me. But it's just because I wasn't friends with them in third grade. It's like you kind of missed the boat. Yeah, you missed right. the eight year old. Yeah, you you like yeah, I was I didn't play football in like eighth grade or not eighth grade like at eight years old. So you just kind of missed being with them. So oh, you go Abby. 
Ashley and I were joking around before this about how you reminded us of P.T. Barnum, the man who invented <laughs> PR stunts. And we're like, Grant's out here just doing a lot of PR stunts for himself. With We're not sure exactly the end goal, but you have perfected the art of the PR stunt. And I feel as though much like in Mean Girls when they're all like, Regina George, I hear she's like in Africa with like saving the penguins and all this stuff. And she wore camo, so I wore camo. I feel like you are the Regina George without being mean of some niche communities at Pepperdine. And I just want you to know that, that you've achieved that status. And I just wow, it's like, don't meet your heroes, kids. <laughs> We're gonna do some myth busting about Grandine oh, throughout this episode. Myth busting because there's a lot of pieces, and we don't exactly know you, you know, super well to know how they mm-hmm. all connect. So we're just gonna be asking you a lot of questions, uh, and I, I can't wait. I, I want to know how you decided on Pepperdine and how you ended up there, and how if you were that intricate about the ACT, how intricate were you when choosing your freshman year roommate and classes and strategic? Oh. <laughs> Pepperdine, like start there. Oh yeah, no, we're. I need to get better now. Like, I'm a little warmed up. I'm sober, by the way, everyone. I feel like people would be shocked to hear that. But yeah, no, I'm hopefully getting better at storytelling. So, how I picked Pepperdine, honestly, I wanted to go to a warm school in a small location because if your parents are divorced, no, really throwing the parents <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> You wanted to be a big fish in a small pond. Is that what you're saying? So basically, I just wanted to go to like a warm school in a small location. I wanted to get away from home, just want to do something new. Kind of wanted to be like, you know, that kid that came back from LA, you know, oh my gosh, how's California? How's this? Loved the campus, visited, met my admissions counselor junior year of college. Was super into <laughs> wanting to go there. I did like an alumni interview. Like, would always hit her up. Like campus visits. Um, I don't know if you guys know Link Crew. I don't know if you have that at your high school. Yeah, yeah, we that. do. Like a freshman orientation program. So two of my Link Crew leaders actually ended up at Pepperdine. Oh wow! So that's kind of how I made they the decision the for that. But yeah, not because of. I don't know some people have like other reasons for going there, but no, I wanted to be in Malibu and. So we're in Malibu. You're always at a Ferrari dealership in Beverly Hills. Please explain the genesis of that. <laughs> my dad works for Ferrari. My dad's been working for Ferrari since 22 years old. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. since 2022? <laughs> oh, no, no, since 22. <laughs> yeah, I've already had more jobs than he has. But yeah, no. So he works wow. for a dealer here. So that's why and they had a charity event at the Beverly Hills one coincidentally. So I brought people from Pepperdine to that. But you it's funny you brought that up. <laughs> it's funny because this is the myth busting we're talking about. Because yeah. on Instagram, it's easy to assume if you don't know you, like, oh, look, he is in the Beverly Hills Ferrari place. He probably has one. That's like that's oh, no. the mind connection. It's that's funny where that you jump brought, goes. It's funny you bring this up. So it, I just created this character kind of at Pepperdine that I had one, but I had one of the worst cars of all the undergrads. I drove a 2002 Acura. And by the time I was a second semester senior, the muffler was like dragging along. I the was ground. about to say, say the wow. bottom falling off. Of me. Like I was driving up to the CCB and like sparks were flying, <laughs> and, and people were like, "Weren't you clubbing last night?" And like, "Didn't you have bottle service?" And like, 
now you're <laughs> like you're driving this car to class the juxtaposition of it all that could be another like title for this episode the dichotomy of grandine <laughs> duality of man <laughs> myth the myth myth busting okay so <laughs> you show you commit to pepperdine for someone looking to really curate their image in a new setting how did you go about choosing your roommate choosing your everything your friends your sure social you come climbing? out on top yeah yeah so I was I when I'm in new environments it takes me a little while to get adjusted like I'm pretty quiet in the beginning because I just like to watch like just take in kind of everything going on so are you a type five on the Enneagram no I'm a two wing three like mm-hmm. the host yeah it's like a big I think you that's can't go host. to Pepperdine and not know your Enneagram type kids yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's only what you're gonna get in, yeah? <laughs> so yeah two wing three so I honestly just met my roommate Brandon on Facebook just like on the page it wasn't anything like too specific like but I mean he's like one of my best friends still one of my best friends um but basically we were just me and him were super low-key the first like few weeks of school you know like didn't really go out didn't really do much just kind of had like our squad um we knew we wanted to rush (laughs) he wasn't like this but back then our frat used to have a website and it had everyone's like photos on there Mm -hmm. and so like you would it's Pepperdine, you know, you would like see people's photos and you, you know, maybe coincidentally sit down at the table that those people were at, you know. Or Same as like, ACTing. Yeah, exactly. You, you just kind of see people even like when they were NSO leaders, you know, maybe you see like the president or someone you like stick out of the car. So they kind of notice you a little bit more. <laughs> Oh, no. Just throw your body out of the car. <laughs> roll on the like, street. Other people are like, you say hi. No, like, so when I was moving in freshman year, I threw my body out of the car. Not like out of the car, but I was hanging out of the car and past my dorm. Like I went around twice, like hanging out of the car. Just so, like, so everyone, people would recognize no, your face. No, no, no. That was an accident. That was an actual accident. Oh. Everyone was just like, Oh, aren't you the kid that got lost and like couldn't find his dorm? Like we kept going around. I was like, yeah, that was that was me. But, so the legend and the folklore of Grantine started early. Folklore. No, I wouldn't say I really loud and like went out that much until I got invited second semester senior year to go to Cabo with all the seniors for spring break, and that was Are when you I was about just senior like, year of high school or college. I'm so confused. No, fresh my freshman year of college, I went with the seniors to okay. Cabo. That's quite Thank a feat. You. Yeah, so that's when I don't know. I was kind of quiet freshman year. I feel how do like you maneuver were, that? I say I'm quiet, and then I'm thinking about like there's events where like I got into like a fight with someone, and like had to and then walk like five miles home on PCH, and <laughs> people were like calling my roommate, like your roommate's on the side of the road walking home. Like you got to go get him. Like I love yeah. how small is. <laughs> <laughs> so you you maneuvered yourself, you positioned yourself, and aligned yourself with the best, the seniors. You strategically got yourself to Cabo. Where did it all go from there? Um, they're still all like my best friends. Like a lot of that stuff wasn't just, you know, to like be loud. Like they're actually like some of my like really good friends. Like I love them. Like, yeah, just like always being in the calf. I just always kind of had a schedule. Do you just fake I, it till you make it, but also stick to a schedule so people start to recognize you? So I had a schedule like and everyone kind of knew it was Monday Escobar, like for Mark Monday. And then yeah. it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. It was either like a mixer or like people would come over to my house or we'd go out and do something, or like date nights, whatever. Wednesdays library all day, no matter what. If you had homework or not, you're there. Thursday shore, Friday 
like a party somewhere. And it was that every single week, my junior and senior year, I'm pretty sure I didn't like wow. skip once. No, there's a lot behind that. Yeah, because Friday or senior year, you just have to make sure that you're always seen in the library. And you have to make sure that you're strategically at the same point, walking <laughs> on a campus at the same time every day. We to used to plant ourselves say, outside I, that yeah. Starbucks. Yeah, just to see people. And no, also, the booths, you had to be at the booths, you know. like right by that those Starbucks. Yeah. You had to do that. And that's how senior year we would get into a rhythm where people would be like, oh, do you want to go to happy hour at the sunset? We'll probably already be there. So I'll just see you there. You just have to yeah, be a staple. That's, that's when it got like super cool. And just like adopting the, on, like the younger class when like when you're an upper class and just because I feel like the upper class and did that to me, like they really gave back and put in time to me. So then I tried to do that when I was like. So a giver, how, a now in, how in adulthood do you have that same mentality? Because now it's the big world and there's no small community. I mean, I probably talk to people that are still in undergrad, like there, like, I mean, they're just finished sophomore year and it's like, what am I almost 25? So, so spread, <laughs> spread far and wide. So stay well, friends with like, kids. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Is that the goal here? No, no. I just think like always knowing like the, like, I mean, they were the freshmen, I guess. I can't even think now. I guess I'm finding that community just with like my hometown friends, just like here and just like meeting their friends from school. Yeah. How do you, as someone that I'm sure has many, many contacts in their phone, how do you keep track of all your friends that don't live in Chicago and keep in close contact with them? Are you always hopping on and off planes? What's going on? That, but I would say a hundred percent Snapchat because oh. even if you're sending like one photo a day of like what you're doing, like people still feel connected connected and that you're like thinking of them like i just yeah like i don't take snapchat like super seriously to the point if like someone opens and doesn't respond i'm not like mad because i feel like sometimes people do that but that's just kind of how i've been able to keep in good contact with all of them i think hear that if you get a daily snapchat from grant dean you're in (laughs) (laughs) you're in it big time okay I want to switch back to the Mythbusters a little bit. I need to know about how, what TV show were you on? I'm sure you've been on 13 many, Reasons but, Why, correct? Yes, 13 Reasons Why. Tell us how you got on that. If you have okay. any other TV appearances, now's the time to include them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was a, going into my sophomore year of college, I worked at that cherry farm up in Northern California that a lot of... <laughs> Can you explain that for anyone who doesn't know? Up, because yeah. that's, yeah, that's very niche. thing. <laughs> I would hear about at Pepperdine, but I obviously didn't do. But so there's like a Pepperdine family, super nice. They owned a farm up in Northern California, and they would hire us for the, like the first six weeks of cherry season, and we would just work 13, 14 hour days um, up in Northern California, and then we got free housing and we got a meal a day. So it was a great deal. It was a great way to save up money for abroad, all that stuff. But my second year that I went back. I was the night shift freezer supervisor, freezer supervisor, and freezer I freezer this- supervisor. That sounds like hell on earth. Were you in the freezers for thirteen hours? <laughs> I had cold suits and like all that stuff. It Were was- you just making sure the deer didn't come in and eat the cherries? Like, what's what are <laughs> no. you supervising? <laughs> no, I was inventory, so I would like count everything and prepare it for the shipment okay. out of the trucks. Yeah. You're like counting two thousand cherries, <laughs> individual cherries. <laughs> um, and but I, I would hear about people that would do that and people would say why or like you guys should go and i would think no that's probably hell on earth i'm too small to do that and cold. but maybe nothing's hell on earth for grant dean explain your experience 
just <laughs> I mean I can explain so much work experiences like other high school jobs but yeah this was I saw it on a Facebook ad and was like okay they're casting for extras for 13 reasons why I was like I gotta go because it was 30 minutes away from where the cherry thing was so I think it might have been Naturally. like a location maybe like IP address targeting stuff so I sign up I sign up on, I'm like I'm gonna go I sign up online but keep in mind I'm working night shift so it's in the morning I don't have a car there. I'm living in like a farmhouse. So I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to get there. They say print a resume out and a headshot. No printer, obviously. Um, I was like, I don't have an acting resume. I don't act. I don't like, I have like a, I have like a broad photos. Like I guess that could be like a headshot. I don't really have anything. So I asked the lady at the front office if she could print this for me. I rent a car through Hertz and okay. I just work an overnight shift, go home, shower, change and get in line at this like casting call. There's like 2,000 people probably there. They're like hurting us in, hurting us in. They go in. They hurt us in the groups of 200. They take our Polaroids. We give them stuff. And I remember I pulled someone off the side. I was like, what's like the best way for me to like, how, like, how can I get on this? Like if I live far away, like are you guys going to let like people get on this? They're like, no, like you have to say you live in the area. So I asked one of my best friends from high school, her aunt, if I could use her address. Nice. So I used her address and then just like fill out the thing online and then got asked to do like a few episodes. I could have done more if I lived there all summer, but like I didn't live up yeah, there. So I had to like, ends. yeah, cherry season. That was my last day of cherry season. Um, and I hadn't slept all night, went to this casting thing. It's like two, 3 PM. I have to fly down to LA, move into my place in Malibu and then catch a flight home that same night. Wow. But I'm in like Northern California. So this girl from Pepperdine that I worked at the cherry farm, we like met each other there. We didn't know each other super well. She, She's a homie, though. She drove my rental car for me while I slept, like, all the way down to L.A. Like, definitely still owe her to this day for that. So, Jeez. Yeah. So how much do you get paid? How much do you get thrown for, like, a day's work as an extra, like, just being a high schooler kid on a TV show? Or um, anyone that wants to get into this industry? <laughs> yeah, I'm it, interested. I, I, prob- I only did three days of filming, and it's intense. Like, they – you know, you, I had to bring like outfits, you know, we were kind of messing up some of the scenes because you were all your walk marks. In, you're no, because we'd all walk into the building and then we'd, we'd walk in too fast. And then they're like, kids just don't all stop walking into the building. Right. Like, That's true. Mill you know? around. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, like the scene would still be going, but we're already like all gone. So they had to like, it was super cool, but I probably made around 800 for like oh, three wow. days of filming. Yeah. Which is pretty nice. For not, but, yeah, because they had to pay like overtime, double time some of the days because we were there for so long. So that's when you started making like the money once it hit like eight, nine o'clock. Did you get to meet the cast or anything? I did. Yeah. Didn't Tell meet all the cast. <laughs> Super nice. Yeah. Like no, didn't really have too much of interesting conversations. I've definitely had more interesting combo, combos with celebrities, but. Yeah. yeah. Abby, you befriended what's his name at that time we were at that club. Yes, we were at Hyde, and we saw <laughs> Ross Butler and the guy who plays um, Bryce Walker. I don't know his actual um, name. Oh, yeah, yeah, me But either. they were both there, and I remember we we said that we were with Ross Butler to get into VIP. This is a very Grant Dean thing that we did, actually, Ashley. Yeah. This, is, this is what I picture you doing for your whole life. This is what the theme of the episode. If you want to, you could. You could rent a car from Hertz and get the lady at the front to print out your resume use someone else's address if you wanted to, you know, and we it's wanted like to get wanted into VIP. To, would, yes, yes exactly. So we did. We're like, we're with, and we we're wanted to get into VIP. We said we're with him. Ross Butler points at him from across the room. And then the guy <laughs> let us in, of course, because what, what is he going to say? No, you're not. 
yeah. <laughs> so we're hanging out. There was also um, Blake Griffin was there and another celebrity too. Hi, impact, Some, and bachelor someone from people. Bachelor Nation. Yeah, it was an interesting night. But Motley I remember crew. we met we met them and I was telling them how how important and impactful their <laughs> show was. And they were like, Thank you so much. I was like fangirling like a weirdo. Yeah. But they were really nice. So that's cool you got to be on the show. Yeah, that was a different that was an awesome show experience. Okay, so you mentioned all of these celebrities that you had conversations yes. with. Your Instagram is littered with casual pictures with celebrities. So what are some of the Indeed. best and worst that you've met and hung out with? I'd say the best, I had a similar situation to you guys with clubbing, and that was with Jordan Woods. But she had grabbed my arm, and I was with my freshman year roommate, and we were going to meet up with just like Pepperdine people. And then the four of the people that we were going to meet up with didn't end up getting in before we had gotten there before we'd gotten there. So it wasn't like anything. And then she literally grabs our hands and like, we don't wait in lines. And we like went upstairs oh and like got in a VIP. We don't wait was... in lines. Why? <laughs> <How did she laughs> you? Because I went up to her and was casually talking to her and was like, yo, I think that's the best way is just being confident to like casually approach. And do you acknowledge like, Oh, you're Jordan Woods or do you just walk up to her? Like she's a normal girl and you have a normal walk up to her. Like, we're like kind of in a class type of, but I didn't learn that until I would say later in college. So like, Hey Jordan, I'm Grant. And then like, just go off actually with a regular conversation. Like when Taylor Lautner was on campus freshman year, like not casual whatsoever, like freaked out. Like, you know, like that was, but then you learn, I feel like that's a Pepperdine thing. I feel like everyone kind of learned by the time we were like seniors, it was like, okay, it had to be casual, you know? Some people learn to do their taxes and some people learn how to <laughs> approach <just> celebrities casually. <laughs> learned the real skills that we're after. And then yeah, who's, who's one the of worst. the worst that just like was way too rude and flippant with you? Probably Liam Hemsworth, but that was because I approached Miley and was like freaking out. Yeah, that's somewhere worthy of a freak out. Yeah, she was like definitely worthy of a freak out. He was the worst. Selena was bad. And that was at one of the sorority date nights at oh. school. I don't know if, like, she was at the roller rink. You know that one roller rink that everyone Yeah, I met Cole Sprouse at that roller rink. Yeah, everyone yeah. goes to that roller rink, even though it's 50 minutes away from school, or like an hour. <laughs> an hour and before, yeah, roller people, skating. People act like it's 10 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. People, <laughs> like, everything's 10 minutes away because Malibu's on an island. Yeah. <laughs> she, like, wasn't cool. I was like, I was on, like, a show you produce, like, blah, blah, blah. And she just, like. It's like, man, like just not cool. But mm. I mean, the tabloids wrote, tabloids wrote, the tabloids wrote an article about like my friends and I were, were like, oh, you were flirting with her, blah, blah, blah. You made like, it to TMZ. Just, like, like post Justin breakup. And it was like this, this stupid tabloid site. But yeah, they had, were talking about that. Did you How print was, it out? <laughs> I would have printed it out and framed it as a joke, <laughs> a sick joke. How was Addison Ray? Love her. I have probably seen her 10 times, I would say. <laughs> you guys are friends. <laughs> Six Buddies. degrees of the Kardashians, yeah. She says, I, like, when I was in L.A., I would say we were, we recognize each other. Oh, my gosh. Was this but, just, like, random meetups, or did you, like, position yourself again strategically to be in the same spaces? As okay, her? this is, <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> this is not, like, this is kind of a bad story, but it's not that bad of a story. But one time, my, I was driving by the Hype House by myself. Mm-hmm. and there's a there's a um a hiking path past the old hype house so i was like you know what i'm whatever i'm gonna go go on the hike but i want to see the house of course like mm-hmm. i felt bad for them like obviously they didn't have a lot of privacy but i mean where they lived was they were kind of eating up they would go outside and make tiktoks with fans and 
all that stuff. But she would, had already left the house by now. So I just went up there when I'm hiking. Coincidentally, she was walking out as I was driving by. Oh, wow. And that's when we had met for the first time because she, she there was a photo on my Instagram where she's like posted up against my car. Yes. Oh, yes. Um, so we had taken that one. But then I kept going to Saddle Ranch, which like, yeah. and then I kept seeing her yeah. there like all that time. And then it just kind of like kept talking from that and just trying to be as casual as I could. She for sure already forgot about who I am. So it's okay. She's met so many more, like so many cooler people. I swear. I wish we had went to Saddle Ranch more, Abby, when TikTok was really like at its absolute highest. We kind of left before that happened, unfortunately. Because of COVID and like everything was shut down. Yeah. So we weren't part of the TikTok Saddle Ranch era. (laughs) Yeah. There's just so many people I talked to there. Like I'm a Chamberlain, Madison Beer, Olivia O'Brien. I mean, even lower tier TikTokers, I feel like only I would know. Yeah. It was just awesome. Yeah. Remember when, well, I think our last time there, Abby, like the week before the pandemic happened, we ran into that one TikTok kid and two of our friends were actually like, Allie was actually really excited about it. (laughs) He's probably younger than us. (laughs) His name's like Mitchell and he did comedy and he was funny. Yes, Mitchell. And remember Madison was in what's his name's video? David Dobrik's video? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was her like five second claim of fame. Yeah. Saddle just breeds that. It breeds, yeah. TikTok toxicity. Um, I want to switch pages a little bit and just talk about party throwing because <laughs> Ashley and I are very into themes. We're very into throwing parties and going over the top for fun for absolutely no one but ourselves, right? Yeah, party of and two. We think that we are pretty over the top, but then we realize we remember that there's Grandine. And you are someone who I'm not sure if you're solely funding these parties, the creative direction behind it, like what's going on. But we saw that you had a really elaborate a camp rock party, which looked really fun. And then we also were inspired to later have a camp rock party in later in our year for a birthday. And then also one of those Pepperdine parties where you printed out everyone's acceptance photos, plastered them on the wall, and just made everyone feel like a main character that night. So please tell me, like, the inspiration behind your party throwing and going over. That was well thought out. That has me beat by a long shot. That's a good one. Let me talk about the juniors only party. Yes. Okay. So we had all like gotten super separated. The people had all started dating when we came back from abroad. I just felt like I wasn't even close. I mean, you can look up, there's like an article um, on someone's blog that I said, I, I was kind of close to transferring because I came back from oh, abroad wow. and all my friends were in relationships. No one wanted to go out. And I'm like, going out, it's like almost one of my only personality traits, but anyways, <laughs> we decide we're going to throw this juniors only party we just kind of went all out for it. We had um, colored shot glasses, or not colored shot glasses, jello shots with 2019, like in blue and orange. Um, so printed good. out everyone's photos in the library of like any photo they had from freshman year. We did paper plate awards. Um, Fun. There was some, there was some, some drama on those. It was like we did cutest couple that ever was like people who had talked during like NSO and kind of like all that stuff and just kind of went all out for it but it was super fun and it got everyone you know back together and it was just like kind of a break that people needed and just kind of like catch up with everyone and no one had ever really we never really had partied all together as a class mm-hmm. and then there was an anti-party that formed called like the everyone but juniors party no way printed out photos of our faces and put x's through them like <laughs> there was so a aggressive. Face- there was a Facebook event and it's like everyone but juniors only. And it's like the header is all the juniors with like their like exes. So it was like a freshman 
sophomore, senior event. The more hated you are, the more you know you've made it. All so there was an good press. anti-party that was formed. But I do have to admit, I'm not going to take all the credit for that juniors-only party. Um, two of my good girlfriends had suggested that we like through it as well. So they definitely were really helpful on that end. And then Camp Rock, I have no idea. It just randomly kind of came to my head. It's just a hired a, guy, hired a guy in Santa Monica to print out those headshots for me. Had no <laughs> idea who he was. Just like I like walked into the store and was like, "Can you please make these headshots like for me?" It was like a printer store. You wow. have so, to like, scour Amazon to find Camp Rock decor because we had one for our, our friend because she has a lake house and we watch it at the lake. And we leaned into that, but it's hard to find because they're obviously not printing Camp Rock decor anymore. You have to just find the relics that are left. Yeah. And it was like hard to find party supplies.com. So it was like, that's where I was kind of getting all that. But, oh, another thing I almost forgot about the juniors only is we made like, take a shot if, you know, you made out with someone at NSO, like take a shot if you were in great books, take like, great take a shot if you were in, specific. Take a sh- Take a shot if you were in pageants, which was like a lot of people know. Take a shot if this person slid in your DMs before freshman orientation started. Like we made them super specific about certain people. And I think that's where it got like super fun. It was a little bit of a roast, but. Yeah. Roasts are fun. And I definitely right hid. People. Yeah, I definitely hid. There were some mean ones that I had hid before like their <laughs> awards were announced because I was like, this isn't going to go over well. And people don't really take, a lot of people didn't take jokes out well. I thought sometimes like college have five year reunions or 10 year like high school does. This is a question I've been asking a lot of people, but I feel like Pepperdine deserves one because everyone knows each other so well. Yeah, I would say so, but I don't know if there is one, like when are they going to have it during like ladies weekend or something? I don't know. Someone's got to step up and throw one though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I want to know a little bit about this like seventies disco paparazzi party where you're wearing heels with fish tanks inside. (laughs) I just have never, it's things outside of imagination. You can't make this shit up. Willy Wonka. (laughs) I mean, a lot of the times it's not, I would never say this is all me leading it. It's definitely the people I'm surrounding myself with, like all the energy like going off. So like my friend, Grace, she decided she had this party way planned in advance that she wanted a disco party for her birthday. And then when you have my friend Alex, that's like, well, I mean, we're all in a group chat, like our friend group chat from home. And then we mm-hmm. have my friend Alex, who's like, let's pay the guy who did my grad photos to come and take photos of us. Like a, a guy our age. And we're like, perfect. Like let's pay him to do it. And then you're not allowed on the bus unless you're in theme. And then it's like kind of like a domino effect. Cause it's like, once you get one person to be like, you got to do it, then everyone shows up and you know, does it. But I would definitely, would say you just always have to be super prepared because at the end of the day it's like if you want photos from the party just hire someone not always just hire someone but like plan around when you're going to take the photos before you start drinking because i was pretty i was sober in those like i wasn't like drunk yet at what point were you like i think i'm gonna wear disco boots with fish tanks in the heel i just looked up men's shoes (laughs) For disco on Amazon. It wasn't like anything specific for that. It's just so iconic. I just- okay. How do you, for people that are looking to live fun lives, how do you find people to surround and actually become friends with them to surround yourself with that are over the top just like you? I would say it's hard sometimes to find people like that. I definitely have been invited to a lot of things of like as like a filler kind of. Yeah. Everyone you know? is. Yeah. Yeah, so not like saying I don't have good friends because I have great friends and I love all of them. Um, 
communicating and just knowing that you could just have to kind of start inviting yourself to stuff. Like I would never see someone's story and be like, where is my invite? I'd be like, Oh, can I come? If they say no, then it's fine. Hmm. I think you just need to have the mentality where you can't just be like, yeah, you can't just be like, thanks for the invite or how was it? You know, you have to be like, Oh, let's go together sometime. Or you just have to go out of your way and invite people. And if they don't show up, you know, they don't show up. So cast yeah. the net far and wide. And you have to focus on the people that are going to show up and not stress about people that aren't there for you. Because I've just been in so many situations where, you know, you could have like 20 people at your birthday party and you're just like obsessed with like the one person that's not there and you're not yeah. putting enough energy into the 20 people that do show up for you. So it's just so always kind of being on those people. And really yeah. hone in on those people that do show up. That's good advice. And yeah. just always being down, like always saying yes, you know, just always going. Yeah, out. never allowed to say no. Yeah, I just feel like <laughs> yes, in college, man. I just never put school first. I kind of always just put my friends first. I feel and... like that's how a lot of Pepperdine people are, though. It's more yeah. of a community school than like a school. Yeah. school. <laughs> yeah, I just like didn't care enough to. What even was try. your major? Business admin. <laughs> nice. Nice. Rough. Rough. And uh, where did you study abroad? I, saw I was about to yeah, switch gears. Lausanne, so so classic. Everyone kind of hates on the Lausanne program, though. Yeah, I was part of that too the year after you, and everyone does hate on it quite a lot. <laughs> they yeah. Do. yeah, they love. The I, think I, it's the leather, I think it's the leather passport stamped holders that get us going. That's what that's what gets us riled from the opposite end. <laughs> so, um, so okay, switching gears over to traveling in general, abroad, post abroad. What are some of your tips and some of your good stories from your travels around the world? Um, I definitely would say don't be scared to go on trips by yourself because like at the end of the day, like you'll always have friends you can go on trips later with. So I'd say like my, one of my favorite experiences was that I went to Hong Kong by myself Oh wow! and, you know, looked up an Airbnb and had this guy was having a private room and he like picked me up from the train station. It was raining outside, like brought me an umbrella, like brought me dinner, like bought me dinner that night. Like it stayed in his private room, like, um, just he was a, I mean he had like 285 like five star reviews some people and was like this is the safest place to stay uh-huh. like if you're traveling by yourself like mm-hmm. go ahead and do it he went to like Harvard like older guy um and then just yeah I like went to like went out by myself just kind of like explored and just did all that but obviously there's certain places you can't go by yourself like I wouldn't recommend because it's just like not safe yeah especially um, for girls it's just a little bit different yeah and just and then going to taiwan i went to taiwan right after that with one of my friends he was a freshman when i was and i was a senior and like stayed with his entire family and that was just like one of my favorite trips um went to dubai when i was abroad in switzerland skip school yeah went to dubai that's a pretty random one not a lot of people make it to dubai yeah now they have an eft there though Uh yeah geez they got rid of budapest and replaced it with dubai for foreigns yeah which is like insane which isn't fair. But yeah, just <laughs> I have just yeah. I feel like I've gone on so many trips, but it takes audacity yeah. to go on a vacation alone. Even when you get in like fringe invited to stuff, just go. That's what I've been doing. I'm just like, if someone's gonna kind of invite me, I'm just gonna go. As long as there's like a one percent invitation there, it's a hundred yeah. for you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's that's one of my things too. What is something that you can't believe you got away with looking back? Good question, Ash. Like you're like by all accounts that should have ended poorly or not or just have been a hard no, and instead I got away with it. In high school, I can think of so many. Things. You can say more than one. <laughs> yeah, please share them all. 
in high school, there was my friends and I would just do the craziest things. It was just like we sometimes people would. <laughs> no, but so one of the things in high school we would do is we'd pick up like friends or like if we wanted to spy on, you know, a conversation, like let's say like my friend was like, oh, this person wants to talk to me in the car. Like I would, we would hide in the trunk and like listen in. If, that, if I'm like wording, if I'm like wording that correct. So let's say like yeah. my friend, my friend's like, oh, like this guy like wants to admit day things for me. Like this girl wants to like talk to me. I'd be like, okay, well I'm like hanging out with you. Can I just like get in the trunk? And they'd like drive around and talk about it. And I would just be in the trunk listening. By yourself? Because then it's easier because then it's easier and you don't have to re-explain the story. If someone is asking for advice and you were there in that situation, but just hiding in the trunk. Right. I know. I, I agree. Normal. Yeah, like hiding, hiding, in the trunk. <laughs> hiding in someone's closet while they break up in the living room. But I can't believe we would get, like we got away with that stuff. That's just. That reminds me of the time when some sleazy SIGEP boy tried to make me his like second or third choice to formal. And I oh, knew it was Tell Grant coming. the story. He'll be amused. Yeah. I feel like you'll be, you'll be proud. Um, I knew it was coming and I knew he was going to FaceTime me and ask. And so I had all my friends over. We all lived in um, Point Doom Club senior year. So it was a bunch of girls all from Theta. And I was like, everybody get in the room. Like he's going to call soon. And they all sat like pushed up on this twin sized bed in the corner while the FaceTime faced me and not them. And he just like laid his heart out and I just roasted this kid. And everyone's like choking on their sweatshirt, like trying not to laugh out loud. But I was just like not having it. Um, because it was too late in the game. I was a senior, like I knew my worth and I was not about to be third choice. So it was yeah, really no, 100%, funny. I agree. I think the yeah. secret to having a fun life might be always behaving as if you are a senior in college. Because when you're Ooh. a senior in college, you think the world is your oyster because it is. You assume you can get away and do anything you want. You think you're like the king coolest of the person rock. in the room. So I think you should just live the rest of your life with that mentality, which you, I think, yeah. have done, Grant, since you came out of the <laughs> That's good stuff. Yeah. The scene, no, I loved being a senior. I just was super close to that freshman class, like especially because that was when we had the fire and everything and just kind of being there for people and just kind of always letting them sleep over at your place because you have to because it's so strict, you know? Like, you don't want people to get caught or get in trouble or yeah. that stuff. If that can be in here, I don't know if Pepperan listens in. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> really, like, who's listening in? He's in a trunk. Grant running, was running a halfway house for uh, kids in, no, <laughs> in Pepperdine. Yeah, people used to hide in trunks, all that stuff. No, I, I don't even know where this story can fit in. But one thing I used to do when I lived in L.A. sometimes is I would, oh, when we're talking about traveling and like being by yourself is I used to go out to dinner by myself and people are just nicer to you. Like, like waitresses and waiters, I feel like are just nicer to you when you're alone. Mm-hmm. So let's say it was like a hot spot in LA. So you would go to nice you know? places by yourself, but not on a weekend. Cause then it's just like yeah. a little weird, you know, like maybe on like a Tuesday, okay. Wednesday and, and then you'd meet like the, these waiters and waitresses and you know, you'd meet managers, you'd meet people that like bouncers, like you know, even like at shore, like all these people like just started had recognized me just because I kept going maybe by myself. I'm like, oh, like do you remember me? Like I'm the kid that went by myself. So I had a, I have, used to have a notepad on my phone of places in LA, like hotels, like everything of names of staff, like any kind of staff, you know, like mm-hmm. waitress, waiter, bouncer, or whatever. So when I would go with my friends, oh, you know, yeah. like you'd be like, oh, like then you'd get like maybe like a free shot or like special treatment because you had already met them. That's you are smart. the ultimate connector oh. and 
and long lead, long leader. <laughs> so just be like, oh, like, what's up? Like, this is like, these are my friends. Like, I actually have friends now. Like, ah, yeah. you know, because it's like, you would just went, you would go by yourself. But I don't mind eating by myself at all. I think it's. Yeah. So the key to success is always just getting in the right rooms at the right time with the right people. And you have to be strategic about when that is and also intentional about who you did meet. Write it down on your phone. Like, that's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. I it's think just, stuff. yeah, I would definitely recommend that to anyone, especially now that COVID, you know, everything's like reopened again and lines are out the wazoo, like anywhere. Yeah. You know, just making sure you go to just don't normal, like don't go be a regular, like the chuggy. I don't even know if people know like yeah. the chuggy places, you know, you want to just go to like the same places. So people just recognize you. So it's just easier to get in. But I don't know some people don't like having a schedule like that. Like, like I said earlier, you know, I had the that same schedule for like two years uh, and it'd be like Saturday go out in LA uh-huh. then too. Yeah. So if someone is not as brave and bold as you are, what are some recommendations you have in terms of like putting yourself out there? If someone's not as comfortable, like being alone as you might be, what are some recommendations you have to make friends or to make things happen for them? I would just say always know if we're like, if you're just being a nice person, like you're probably not going to lose any friends out of the situation. Like when I was in Pepperdine or when I was just ever in LA and, you know, I had some like cringy moments or I was just like not feeling confident or just like worried about friends. Like I kind of always knew like worst case scenario, you know, I have my friends from home, my friends from home don't know all my friends from here. Like I can get on a flight tomorrow, just give up on this and like go home and (laughs) it's not going to be the end of the world. But you just have to like think that, just like believe in yourself and just kind of be confident and just know if you're being nice, like no one should be mad at you or like no one should hate you. And, you know, just like, it doesn't hurt putting yourself out there to see, you know, like what's the worst that could go, could go wrong. And that, and like a social situation, yeah. you know, and I'm not, Nothing to lose, there's other, there's other situations that like you shouldn't be doing, but yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that, I approach situations and I'm like, what are the two scenarios like of the ways this could go? Am I going to gain something from it? What happens if I lose? Nothing? Okay, great. There's only to gain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever get FOMO? <laughs> yes and no. I get super socially competitive, though. I would mm-hmm. say like I'm not athletically competitive, but I'm like socially competitive. <laughs> Have you ever thought about one? going on a show like Big Brother or Survivor? Yes, a thousand percent. It's Have so you funny you bring that put up. applications in? Yeah. Can we help you? I haven't. Yeah. The only times I've applied for a show is my friend group, sophomore year abroad, we actually interviewed to be on an MTV show and they all let me down. I don't care if they're listening to this. Every single one of them let me down on it. And I wrote. <laughs> Why? Two- Did the show say yes wrote- and they all said no? What went wrong? Oh, it would have portrayed us as being so trashy and like these brats that just like spend a ton of money. It would have looked so awful for us. But I was just like so desperate to be here on it. it. So, so I don't blame any of them. I don't blame any of them for not wanting to do it. But it was just like we're looking for a friend group to follow here, like apply. So I just like wrote this like psychotic email, like in the application, like included everyone's like photos and was like, all right, like do it. And then I did like three rounds of interviews um, with a, like a few casting people on MTV. A lot of my friends did phone calls and oh, wow. I just like eventually wasn't gonna work out but they all kind of were like i don't want to do this you was should this in visit chicago visit. or la this was gonna be this is like with pepper like i was abroad we, oh, so we were interviewing that would have been was, good television God. no so i was <laughs> no so we were it was second semester we were abroad and we were interviewing for it mm-hmm. and it was gonna be they were gonna start filming us in they were we were gonna film a pilot when we got back 
And then they were going to interview us or they were going to be filming. Not, they probably wouldn't have been allowed to go on campus, but it would have been like in Malibu, like we're all turning 21. Like everyone gets fresh back from abroad. Like there's couples, there's drama, there's this, like I was just writing all of it out. I was like, you're your own they publicist. Wanted, they wanted to turn it into a little bit more of like a spending, like bratty thing. Oh. You could just tell by some of the questions they were asking in the interviews. It was like, what's the most you've spent in one day? You know? Oh, it should have been more of a Laguna Beach, like the hills. That's what vibe. I was thinking, but like, yeah, so that was definitely something. You're like, that, let me pitch you a new idea for a show. Yeah, Laguna <laughs> Beach, but takes place in Malibu in 2017. But now I think I want to do, I for sure would want to do Survivor or like Big Brother. That's like my dream. You need to start so applying. Yeah, so hopefully that that would be amazing. I would love to do that. I feel like you're very much a strategic thinker and a social climber in the best way, and that's all two things that those shows need to be successful. Like, I just feel like I can also put my body through anything. So like the challenges, I feel like I can just kind of just like <laughs> the duality of man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be. Good. I'm not strong or athletic, who, but I feel like I could do the challenges. If you for were sure. on Survivor, who would be your family member that comes to visit or best friend? My mom said she was Ooh. one of my best friends. Probably you yeah, because you're obsessed with the yeah, show. Yeah, I don't think my family would come. I really don't. Like, I love them to death, but, like, they're just not big into traveling. I don't think they could do long flights. Like, really? Like, my- yeah, my family would be like, please don't make us go. So it would have to yeah. be a friend. Yeah. Oh, the first time I was in Europe was, like, when the flight landed abroad. Like, it wasn't – like, I grew up – my family, like, doesn't drink. They, like, don't travel. Like, didn't have coffee in the house, like, which is also oh, wow. super weird. And coffee. both my parents work. And both my parents work Saturdays, which is just like you're like wait, wait, wait. You're like what? What? What did you do? <laughs> you're like no coffee, no alcohol, no traveling, and like work, work, work. The perfect yeah. storm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's why they created such a monster in you, a social I monster. So. All right. Well, we've talked about your Instagram and all the celebrities all over it, and all of the iconic outfits and parties. So. Pimp yourself out. Where can the people find you? Where can they go follow you? Oh, at Grant Dean on Instagram. Yeah, TikTok, pretty Twitter easy. also? Yeah. Oh, Twitter at Grant Dean 3, Twitter, or TikTok at Grant Dean 4. I was going to make a I joke need, asking I if it was going to be 4. Three, Grant Dean 3, Where's Grant Dean 2? Yeah. Where's Grant Dean 2? Wait, I think my Twitter and my Instagram are Grant Dean 3, but my Instagram, or sorry, my Instagram is just Grant Dean, Snapchat's just Grant Dean, and then I think my Twitter and TikTok are Grant Dean 3. Yeah. TikTok, just type in Grant Dean, I'm pretty sure on that. Let's make it four on a Looking different platform. Looking to get famous on there, are you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I think you should like hustle on TikTok if you haven't already. It's hard. I just can't dance. That's <laughs> you don't have to just That's dance. That's a downfall. I, think I can't dance. dance. I, don't I don't think you have to dance. Yeah. Long gone There's the other days ways. where you have to dance. It's not yeah. just for dancers. Well, do you have any last words of wisdom to leave the people with? Some Grant Dean wisdom? Grant David Dean? I don't know. I feel like <laughs> podcasts are so awkward because I talk. you talk about yourself so much. And I'm like, shit, now I feel like I'm an asshole. No, like- we asked you to be on. <laughs> yeah, you weren't going to quiz us. <laughs> we begged you to be an asshole for us, for our entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like, all my friends are going to text me and be like, you didn't talk about me. You mentioned Is like, Aaron, we need a shout out right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give some shout outs to the fans. I mean, if. Shout out to anyone. Like, I will Venmo you to my personal friends if you're still listening this far. Because there's like, like that means they actually care about what I have to say, and then I owe them. Mm-hmm. This is actually him longly. I, I don't even owe them a Venmo. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to stock my Venmo payments. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I actually need to like. I would want to hang out with someone one on one because at the end of the day, like I do appreciate them listening in and shows that they care about me. <laughs> Grant Dean for mayor, everyone of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know. I, 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 one of these days, I really need to just go, like, give us some liberty of old drama, you know? Mm, but stir like, the pot. Yeah. yeah, of course. All right. Well, well the sirens are blaring. Sirens for yeah. Grant Dean. Yeah, ambulances yeah, for Grant Dean. Did you that? Was it loud outside when we were talking? No, that's the know. first one. Uh, okay, and if anyone like, goes and follows him and you see he's in a city near you, <laughs> reach out. Hit him up because he's I know, a yes I'll man. In LA, I'll be in LA next week. So. Of course you will. <laughs> oh, I know. Did, am I missing anything else? Like, is there anything else I, I don't need know, to Abby, say? Before we close out, anything else that you want to ask about? Where do you, I have a question. Where do you get all your outfits, like the fur coats from that you post about? Amazon and they're fake. And do you just have like a closet? <laughs> do you just have a closet of costumes? Um, like my yeah. closet? Yeah, it just the, the, the coats are fake. I'm gonna so. scroll your Instagram and well, we're on the phone. Myth busting. To it is not a mink coat, everyone. It's fake and it's from Amazon. And you too could look like Grand. I'm Dean. sure you're a hit when you visit your sister's college. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Yeah, I know. Is there any other stories I'm missing? I feel like I'm. Oh, like, I have an actual thing. So yeah. I've followed you on Instagram. How does one have the audacity to post on your story other people like texting you or talking about you? That is the ultimate form of self confidence. Oh, that oh. is such <laughs> self confidence that I aspire to have. Just throwing people. <laughs> and do the you bus. just throw it at that on see what sticks? And you're like, you know what? No, I'm I'm confident enough to just like post other people's conversations about me. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people will send it to like when people have said stuff about me, like I've gotten accidental DMS of people talking shit about me to me or like, <laughs> like, cause they just mess up and they're not smart enough to check. I've done that to other people before. Yeah. And you know, it's just like being sent around and all that stuff. I don't, that's a great question. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, so I just like, I, like, I go ahead and I do it. I go ahead and I just do it. But I, I've, I've made a lot of my friends through social media. Like I used to be big on, you know, making vines and kind of all that mm-hmm. stuff. And, just following people on Twitter. Like I remember one time I would just start, like I would start DMing a lot of my good friends from high school. Like I've made through social media. Hmm. So that's another good way. I know people are asking like for advice, like, you know, get out there and just kind of meet people is like not being scared to like DM in just like a a friend way. I feel like sometimes people think like sliding in the DMS always kind of has to be in like a, like a hookup or like weird way, but Mm -hmm. just kind of making it casual. Yeah. Like let's like, this one girl I met last weekend was like slid my DMs and was like, Grantine, like I'm forcing you to be my friend. Like, let's hang out. Oh, and like wow. was super cool and like invited me to hang out. And now like we're like pretty good friends. But it wasn't anything Right. Yeah. Like I feel like well, you just kind of have did, to too. have we slid in and said, Grantine, you're coming on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> we didn't even ask. We said, You're coming on, what day are you available? <laughs> yeah. I just went oh, like, I just went to your Instagram to see if there was anything else that could be funny. And um some picture that you posted, like I don't know, four or five ago. Someone commented, you know, like the first comment that comes up. Someone commented, I almost drove off the road when I saw you this morning. Had no idea you were around. <laughs> Stuff like that is just really oh, iconic. That's, oh, that's my uncle. That's oh. my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but see, it all works for you. Like, it all works, it for, all the works for the Barnum I mean, and Bailey brand. Another I mean, one, I picked, clicked on the picture below it. And what, can you explain the caption? I'm screaming, I'm riled, hiss, I'm whipping. Yes. Okay. So I would say <laughs> one of the biggest effects, like if I'm going to toot my own horn out of anything ever, 
Please do. I can. I will say that I convinced everyone at Pepperdine to start saying "I'm riled" instead of I'm "You stoked. did" because I we all say that obsessively. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so that is the legend. We just we just <laughs> pulled a assistant to find out the origin of terms, and this was riled. Um, so yeah, I'd always be like, "I'm riled." I was like, "What?" I'd be like, "Stoked," and I was like, "No, like I'm riled." So those are just like, <laughs> shoot, I say that not- at home all the time. I'll tell those my mom I'm so I just riled. Say yeah. all- all the times it's like OMFG, like I'm screaming, I'm riled, hey, I'm whipping. Those are just like yes. things I would say all the times at school. But it's funny you brought that photo because that's when I was going through my go look at like, it. huge TikTok obsession phase. And I dyed my hair dark last summer because all the TikTokers were doing it. And how'd that turn out for you? That wasn't original. That was not original. I copied that. Mm. that I'm not, like, that was not my He fesses up everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> new Myth tits, new teeth, new job, new coat. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I got like surgery done during um, quarantine. So, and then I had Invisalign too. So, yeah. <laughs> so, my really nipple just glow glands, up season. I, my nipple glands were enlarged and like from puberty. So, it was just like they were never, they were never going down. So, got it done in Beverly Hills. Because where else would you do it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I lived like in Brentwood. So, it wasn't like I was, you know, flying in for that. So, so iconic it's just everything iconic just drips off of everything everywhere that you go i can't believe he's the one who integrated i'm riled into yeah i'm shook a vernacular (laughs) (laughs) i can't imagine daily vernacular speaking to my mother even yeah like people in the like the ccb or like when even we're in our broad house we're like why am i starting to talk like you and i was like i have no idea i just don't I don't know. You have that effect but. on people. Good thing Grant isn't planning on starting a cult because we'd all just follow along blindly. <laughs> We're all like, sure. I guess new, so. A new religion? Yeah. Gosh, I feel so bad. <laughs> no, it's funny as hell. That's why we wanted to do are so funny. Yeah, it's just like you're You should start one. Even, even if you just oh, did. I can't start one. I, I feel so guilty now. I've just talked about myself for so No, long. you should. You I could have other like, people on, but you should start one. The picture of you and Jordan Woods looks like you've been best friends your entire life. Oh, I love her so much. She's the best. She's the best celebrity ever. I'm sure she'd say the same about you. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember me. I like to think they do, and they, I know they don't. I have a question about what your method is to this badness. I think, you know, we can, like, somewhat pull it off in a bar, but you walk into, like, a fun bar. How? What's your method for, like, attracting people to you to have a fun time? I think just like crazily dancing, not being on your phone as much. Oh, like yeah. you can take stories Definitely. later on. But if you're meeting them for the first time, don't be on your phone. Even with celebrities, like don't pull out the phone right away, I would say. Um, <laughs> the water. Yeah, I would just say kind of dancing, but I'm not fun at dancing. Yeah. But Or I'm not good at dancing. Sorry, not fun at dancing. Okay, wait. So going back, I mentioned this like we were talking a long time ago. But I, So I'm a super recognizer. So <laughs> I've taken this test before. It's something that I have <laughs> – it's anytime one of his many out, superpowers. Anytime <laughs> I go out, I like over this past weekend, it was like 4th of July weekend. Um, you know, I was going up to people who's like, they were like their college roommates, like friends from like home or like just people I had seen in maybe like one Instagram or like one snap, but I like would approach and be like, Oh, you're blah, blah, blah. So like anytime I know someone, mm-hmm. I'll go up to them and be like, Oh, you're this person, but like not being like a stalkerish way. Yeah, no, it's really personable. But, uh, it makes them feel special. I think a lot of people, I think way back in like a few years ago, that used to be weird. That's creepy. Like, why are you mm-hmm. stalking me? But now I think in this day and age, I think it's like cool. Like if someone did that to me, I'd be like, Hold, like I would freak out. Yeah. You know, so it just makes people going up to people special. and just kind of being cool. Yeah. 
you know, people yeah. at Pepperdine didn't do that. They would pretend they didn't Exactly. Know yeah, like they that. would. <laughs> we follow each other. We have classes <laughs> together, but we are not allowed yeah. to talk. <laughs> and they just like wouldn't know who you were sometimes. It's so I stupid. think the coolest people at Pepperdine or the people I appreciated the most were just ones that like were honest and you know they're just like yeah like i know who you are you know and sometimes it takes alcohol for people to say that mm-hmm. yeah like, mostly it does I mean, yeah mostly <laughs> mostly <laughs> most always <laughs> most of the times but yeah it just i think just making sure you're always going up to people and just reckon and not pretending you don't know who they are yeah i think that's like the biggest turnoff is just like yeah i might come off as creepy but if you know them you know them makes the world feel like a safer place more inviting yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been an honor and this a pleasure. Has been an absolute hoot and a half. Thanks for Go chatting. start a podcast. I know. Go I feel buy like a bar. I have so many more stories that I'm like missing. <laughs> if you have something, now's your time to shine. No, I just don't even know. There's have you ever been, been arrested so much- or got almost any injuries at, with a funny story? Drunk injuries? So when I, we were abroad, I walked into a table in the Athens airport and dislocated my knee and fractured my patella <laughs> oh and microfractured my femur. And this girl runs up to me. She's like, or she, the, one of these girls in our program was like, I worked for the athletic trainer in high school. Like I can probably pop it back into place. And she like pops my kneecap back into place. And then I had to get like airlifted on <laughs> the plane. Like not like airlifted, but they, you know, like in Europe, you have to go outside and walk yeah. up like the plane. Yeah, I had to go out. Yeah, I literally had to go outside, like, on an elevator. Like, I was on a wheelchair and, like, take a flight and then get wheelchaired back. And were you drunk then, or like, sober? Every, no, I was 100% sober. And everyone in the house had to, like, carry me back up to the room. And I had to go to physical therapy, like, that entire rest of the year. Damn. I had to take a weekend off from traveling because I had, like, this long, long leg brace on. Probably felt like a king, though, everyone carrying you up on their shoulders <laughs> into the house. My best friend Joe carried me up and I was like, I'm dying. Do you feel but, like you were just born to be famous? You got to try and get on a TV show. Um, I like the thing is, it's like I feel like it's. I hate when people admit it and be like, "No, I don't want to be." When it's you want to be, I would love to do it, a hundred percent. To be famous, I think now now that I've grown up and like kind of had, I've done like a normal life, and you know, like I know, <laughs> I feel like famous people are always like, "I never got to go to prom," like whatever. You've got it all of that. You can, you get it. I've both. gotten in all of that. Yeah, like I know what the normal life is. Now's like. the time. It's, yeah. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, we would do Facebook. Yeah, like the private school. Like we'd go to their football games, like go in the stands, like even though we didn't go there. Like we would dress to the themes. Like there's a photo on my Instagram, like from high school. And it was like a, a caramel or like the private school is called Car- Carmel. And there was like this themed like football game. And we would like dress to the theme. It's like we didn't even go there. <laughs> But it was just like you're like on their our... homecoming court, and they're like, "Who is this person?" <laughs> you're like, we didn't even go here. No, but it was just stuff like that. I'm trying to think of just any other like publicity stunts my friends and I would do in high school. Oh, McDonald's was always a publicity stunt. Like, there was this booth called the Circle Booth, <laughs> and if you weren't in the Circle Booth, it was like you were, you just like were no one. Yeah, and we would like go there and like for five hours and just like stake out and sit and like people watch and just like have people. Cause everyone goes to the drive and like people would see you and then we would be like looking in and just kind of stuff like that. Just to, I'm just getting eyes on you. Almost surprised you've never bought a billboard in your hometown with your <laughs> picture on it. Cause I'm sure that's not that expensive to do. I'm sure it's feasible. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Gosh, it's so funny. But you're like, that's a good I, idea. I, I might. Yeah, you're like, I'm yeah, actually looking it up I, right now. Well, all right. next time we're in a fun, populated city, maybe we'll be there when you're there. We'll have to hang out and have ourselves a time. Yes, we'll have no, to actually we go out we'll properly. Do like a, we'll do like a themed party or something. Yeah. There's nothing we'll I love more out. than a themed party. Genuinely, there's nothing I love more. <laughs>